You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 154. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. To food log or not to food log, that is today's question. In the new The Nutrition Recharge program, I have realized that so many people have become dependent on food logging. And don't get me wrong, I have a lot of clients food log and that's part of one of my programs. But what I realized is that so many people are dependent and didn't realize that they can lose weight and they can maintain weight loss without ever food logging. So today we're going to talk about some of the pros and cons of food logging, especially if you are someone who's pulling out that phone and constantly logging your food in, or perhaps you're someone who's always wondered, hey, maybe I need to log my food in order to lose weight. And I want to tell you yes when you should and no when you shouldn't. But first, this. And now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. Today's Eagle Eye on Health, we are going to talk about an article I read that was based on a global study, and the title of the article is What We Aren't Eating Is Killing Us. And this comes from the Idea Fitness magazine. And so I thought it was very interesting since I help hundreds and hundreds of people with weight loss. They are talking about a global study that suggests that eating healthy foods may be more important than avoiding bad foods. So bad diet choices lead to more deaths worldwide than any other risk factor, and that includes smoking and obesity, according to the Global Burden of Disease study reported in the April issue of The Lancet. Now, the problem is not only that people around the globe are eating too many unhealthy foods, but apparently it's also that people aren't eating enough of the nutritious options. In 2017, there were 11 million deaths in 195 countries from health issues attributable to dietary factors. Those issues include heart attack and cancer. Now, the authors of the Lancet study concluded that more deaths were associated with inadequate portions of healthful foods, things like vegetables, nuts, even whole grains, than were related to eating too many foods with poor nutritional value, like the sugary drinks people are having, refined grains, and even processed meats. Now, in terms of the lowest diet-related death rates, the United States ranked 43rd after Rwanda and Nigeria. That's pretty amazing. If you, if you ask me, that's crazy. Traditionally, an emphasis on lowering consumption of nutritionally poor foods and drinks has dominated the conversation about healthy eating for disease prevention. This study is showing that at population level, health, office, health officials should place more stress on getting people to load up their plates with healthier foods and focus less on what not to eat. And that is definitely going to require a coordinated effort between policymakers and food growers, a significant feat that's not going to happen overnight. But I think this article and this study is really interesting because, yes, often if you tell someone, no, you can't have this, 
it's not very inspiring. <laughs> so but one of the things I've always done with all my programs with Earn That Body and Weight Loss is I always try to educate my clients. So if I say, no, this is not a healthy food, you should not eat this, I also then say, and this is why. Because to me, the why is what will stick in their head more often. So if they go to grab a soda, they think back and they say, okay, well, in Kim Eagle's program, she talked about soda messing with your hormones. And when the soda messes with your hormones, that makes weight loss actually much more difficult. So I guess I'm I'm not going to grab this soda because that's actually going to affect my weight loss. It's going to click better than simply saying, okay, you can't have soda. That When you say that to someone you can't have, all they're going to do is be like, well, I'm going <laughs> to, right? But when they start to get educated on why they shouldn't, that tends to be when they can make a better choice. And so in this study, very interesting that they're saying it's not telling people what not to have. It's focusing on what they should have. And so what if you were putting more vegetables on your plate whole grains, focusing on fruit. If people started to add those things, they're more likely to fill up and be full. And then hopefully they are not going to need those other foods, right? They're not going to actually feel like they want as much of the unhealthy food. So very interesting article, something to keep in mind even for yourself if you're struggling with weight loss and you're the kind of person who doesn't want to be told what you can't have, then really start focusing on the healthy, nutritious foods that you can have. Okay, well, let's talk a little bit now about food logging. So the Nutrition Recharge is my all-new program that just launched. We're almost done with the second week. It's a 21-day program, and I have to tell you, I was so excited to launch it, but I'm even more excited now because I cannot believe the results that people are getting. Now, in the Nutrition Recharge, there is no food logging, and that really appealed to so many people who joined the sold-out program. Is one of the biggest programs I've ever sold out. It appealed to people because a lot of people are tired of food logging. And uh, and then I had many clients who were not previous clients who had never food logged and they just said, oh, this sounds like a great way to get healthy to lose weight, which is definitely the entire goal of the Nutrition Recharge is focusing on healthy food items, healthy ways to, to set up your plate to actually lose weight and, and not go hungry or feel deprived, things like that. But what I learned very quickly in the first week is how many of my past clients, and even people who were not clients of mine, who were terrified to give up food logging. They're like, well, I can follow all these, these you know, tips you have for us and, and something we call the Eagle Nutrition Protocol. It's a new way of, of looking at your food in this new program. They said, I can do all that, but I'm still gonna food log. Like, I have to food log. And I had to really encourage people. Why do you have to food log? You don't have to food log. In this program, how about you don't food log? Like, give this a shot and see what happens. And I was so amazed at how tentative people were. They were like, ah, you know, can can I do that? And so it looks like the majority of people trusted and they went ahead and they stopped food logging. And like I said, the results have been absolutely incredible. Now, I have many clients uh, who do my programs, and some of my programs do include food logging, and those programs aren't going away because what I'm going to talk about 
in this podcast is why and when we need to food log, but also when we don't. And so my signature program called Earn That Body is an eight or a 10 week program. And it starts off with a ramp it up pre-session where there's no food logging. It's just step-by-step ways to start making changes slowly before you start what's called the full Earn That Body six week program. And once you start the six week program, we start food logging. And that's where we, you know, get to log every bite and I get to see everything. But what a lot of people don't realize, because not everybody does all three phases of the program, although I always highly encourage it, because if you do all three phases of Earn That Body, I wean you off food logging. Some people are afraid and they don't want to wean off food logging, but it is always my goal to wean you off food logging and to, at that point, show you how to eat and maintain your weight loss without needing it. So once you learn how to eat healthy and balanced and you do it for a long enough period, it really becomes a habit and you should be able to look at your plate and see if it's a good healthy meal without having to food log it, right? You don't need to log every bite forever. And I, I do not log my food. Of course I did long ago. And there are certain times when, like maybe before a photo shoot or if I'm training for an Ironman, I log my food for the reasons we're gonna talk about coming up. But generally I do not log my food. Now, I remember maybe a year or so ago, I did a podcast and I, and I said, like, I don't log my food. And a past client emailed and said, oh my God, I thought you logged your food. And when I heard that you don't log food, it was a game changer for me because I thought I had to log food forever to be able to maintain my weight loss. And when I heard that you don't, I realized that I guess I don't have to either. And when she told me that, I realized that maybe I've done some type of disservice to some of my clients who didn't realize that I don't want you to food log forever. That's just the first phase of the Earn That Body program. But as soon as you get you know, to your weight loss goals, or if you can't handle food logging anymore, my clients sometimes are like, I'm done, I just can't, then we progress you to the next level and we wean you off. And that is the most important thing, is that we get you to that place. Now let's talk a little bit about why and when you should be food logging. So sort of the pros for food logging. Super important for you to hear if you are a food logger, or if you're thinking of trying it, if it's something you've always thought might be important or helpful for you. Now, when I recommend it and some of the pro, pro reasons to log your food, the one, first thing is anytime you're an athlete, I highly recommend food logging. So my private nutrition program is primarily for athletes and the reason we actually need to log food is because I have to make sure those athletes are eating enough. And that sounds really crazy because you're like, wait, You know, most people come to you for weight loss, like, you know, I'm sure they're eating enough. Actually, most of my athletes are not eating enough, and that's generally why they can't lose the last five to 10 pounds. That would be so helpful for them as a runner, as an Ironman. Like, you don't wanna be doing these sports with any extra weight, but if you're not eating enough, your body's gonna hold on to every pound it can because it's trying to survive and you're working out so hard and a lot of these endurance athletes don't realize that 
if they don't eat enough, their body's just going to hold on and they're going to be at a plateau. So if you are that athlete right now and you're listening, you're like, oh my God, that's totally me. Like for one, you're hungry all the time. You work out so much, but you can't lose a pound. So you think to yourself, well, I could never eat more than this or I'll gain weight. That's not actually true. So again, you do have to do it in the right way. That's something I teach my athletes. But for them, food logging is absolutely essential because we got to know exactly what you're taking in to make sure it's enough to lose weight. But we also need to make sure it's enough to fuel your workouts that you feel awesome. So last thing that I want is for an athlete to feel lethargic because they're trying to lose weight. There's a very fine balance that I have to achieve for them in order to do that. Another reason that you would want to log your food is if you are someone who is struggling to lose weight and you've been trying for a long, long time, that's the point for me as a coach. I need to see what you're eating. I need to see every bite you're eating, how much of it you're eating. I need to look at how much protein you're getting in, carbs, fats. And so that's when I do need to have somebody food log so that I can see exactly what they're eating. Now, often they need to see exactly what they're eating too because they think they're eating super healthy until they start actually looking at their food in a food log. Once you write it down, it's a little bit eye-opening. So when someone is struggling to lose weight, they say they eat really healthy, but they can't lose a pound, that's when I get someone food logging, not forever, but just so that I can see where they're at and so that we can make the changes necessary. Another really important reason you food log is because it's a period of learning. And so when you start inputting your food, that's, that's a learning opportunity. You're like, okay, this is what I ate for breakfast. It didn't have any protein in it. Now I see that, so next time I'm gonna eat protein. Pretty much always I can look at my client's food log and know if they're gonna hit their macros without even looking at the macros. If I look at breakfast and I see oatmeal and that's it, I know they won't hit their protein macro. It's almost impossible to hit your protein macro if you miss protein in one of your meals. So it's an, it's an interim period of learning. Using food logging to learn, to see, to like say, okay, this is what my plate of food looked like. This hit all my numbers. It's great. I'm looking. I can, I can do this again. That's what you want to food log for so that you can learn what you need, how much you need to, to really get that balance. Now, another thing that's really important about food log is it teaches you for certain macros like protein, how much you're really eating. And this, was, this is really important, again, for my athletes. We gotta make sure they're getting in enough protein to recover properly. It's also really important for my vegetarians out there. I rarely get vegans because it's almost impossible for them to get enough protein. I'll be just completely honest. I don't work with a lot of vegans, but I have. But I do work with vegetarians, and they do struggle to get in enough protein. But what they realize once they start food logging is that they're really, really low on protein. And they thought they were getting enough protein because they're like, well, there's protein in spinach and I eat a lot of spinach. What people don't realize is the amount of spinach you would have to eat to make it a protein source is enormous. They're not eating that much protein. Now, that's a whole separate conversation and if you're a vegetarian and you feel you get enough protein, that's totally awesome. If you feel great, that's what matters most. But I'm just telling you, most vegetarians I work with 
they're sort of like, okay, this is eye opening. I had no idea it was this, it was this low. So it can be really important to teach you where you're at and where you need to be. Another reason food logging can be very helpful is so that you can understand proper serving sizes that work within a given calorie range. So what does that mean? Well, like when I get a client, for instance, in the signature program, I they get specific calories specifically for them. You know, I look at several different factors and they're gonna get how many calories they need to take in to lose weight and to also fuel their workouts. Well, when you log your food, you can see very quickly, okay, I've been eating way more than this. Or often I hear, okay, I have not been eating this much. Like this is way more than I'm used to eating. And so we start to learn and get a sense of what your serving sizes actually were, where you're eating a full meal, where you're eating half a meal, where you're eating two servings of a meal. And that really helps us estimate then how you're doing within a calorie range. And the last thing that's really important for logging food, it's incredibly eye-opening to see how much sodium you're taking in, how much sugar you're taking in, and even how much fiber. These are all numbers we look at in my programs to make sure that my clients are in the right healthy zone for all of those things. And if you're logging your food, it adds that all up for you. And it's a real quick check for me to see how they did with sodium and sugar and fiber. Like some people think it's just about calories or it's just about macros. It's not. Sodium alone, and everybody everybody says this is an eye-opener in my programs, but sodium alone can impact your health and your weight quite a bit. Uh, so that's another reason that food locking can be so important. Now, why can food logging be a problem? Well, it was very clear to me last week in the Nutrition Recharge program why it can be a problem. You do not want to food log for the rest of your life. You do not have to food log for the rest of your life. So the first reason why it can be a problem. Food logging can create a bit of an obsession for people. So whenever someone tells me they have had an eating disorder before, I do usually have a conversation with them to see if food logging is going to be appropriate for them. Now, some people had a, a eating disorder very, very long time ago. It is not, it's not, you know, relevant in their life anymore. Like that, that was way in their teenage years and they were very unhappy and all these other things were going on and they have none of that anymore. And so that's fine. That's one thing. But if you've had an eating disorder before, Food logging can be a problem. It can really become an obsession. Now, even if you haven't had an eating disorder before, what you likely can tell from my some of my past clients is that it can still become an obsession. Like you start to get obsessed with picking up that phone and logging every bite and making sure you hit these numbers and, and really just like it becomes a very strong focus of your day. And we don't want that. That is not a way of life. Like you should not have to, to live that way for long periods of time. So creating an obsession, that's definitely a problem. Um, another reason food logging can be a problem is that it can create an eating disorder for somebody if they are perfectionists. So that's another thing that you always have to be very careful about. Someone who is a perfectionist, uh, they they start to get just like really focused on these numbers and 
and it can turn into an eating disorder. Now, that has not happened, knock on wood, with any of my clients. And, and I also do think it can be very age-related. It's one reason I do not work with teenagers. I do not want any teenage girl to be worried or focused on calories, food logging. I would much rather them focus on eating healthy and being healthy and balanced, but not these exact numbers, again, because it can create a disorder. Now, another reason you have to be careful of food logging. Sometimes I find people will not eat all of their calories. And the reason why is because they're like, my macros were perfect. I didn't want to disrupt my macros. I wanted my mac. So I was short 400 calories yesterday, but my macros are perfect. And I'm like, okay, no, <laughs> I need you to eat all your calories. If I had to pick one, and people ask me all the time, well, what's more important, hitting my calories or hitting my macros? They're both important in a balanced way. The body itself is not like you have to get this amount of macros. Like it is to the number. It is the only way to lose weight. You have to be exactly on track. That's not how the body works. But I will tell you this. If you're not eating enough and you're starving yourself one day because your macros were perfect, that's not, that's not going to benefit weight loss. If anything, that's going to plateau weight loss, right? So sometimes I don't like food logging because people get so focused on perfecting the macros that then they actually don't eat enough. Another reason food logging can be a problem. Some people find it very confusing when they go out to eat. And so what I often hear people say is, well, I did really great all week, but then I had to go out to eat on Friday night and I didn't know how to log it because I'd have to guess on all of it. So I just threw in the towel. And then I did that on Friday. So I figured, well, I'll just start over on Monday. And before you know it, they undid all that work from the week. Like they did so great all week. They lost weight Monday to Friday. I always have my clients do a Friday weigh-in for that reason. But then they gained it all back on the weekend because they threw in the towel because food logging got too confusing for eating out. And eating out generally happens on the weekend. This is another reason I love my new program, The Nutrition Recharge, because we talk about how to eat out and still be within the Eagle Nutrition Protocol without having to log anything. So I don't want people throwing in the towel because sometimes you eat at a friend's house or sometimes you make something and it's just, it's too hard to log it and so you just give up. I don't ever want that. So that's definitely a factor. Also, it can be really overwhelming for people to food log. Some people, like some of my clients, we get started and it's like, boom. I always have a handful that are like 100%. They do everything right. It's like so easy for them and they're totally on it. But the other half of the people are very overwhelmed. And I totally get that. Like food logging, I always tell people the first week is the hardest. So just always be prepared. The first week is the hardest. You're logging all your foods for the first time. It takes a little bit of time. Thankfully, generally, we all eat the same five things. Like we have the same three breakfasts, the same few lunches, and the same few dinners. So once you log everything once, it is just one click of a button. But that can take one or two weeks to get everything in. And, and for some people, it's just completely overwhelming. They can't hit the numbers at all. They, they feel completely defeated. And so they feel like they just have to give up in the first couple weeks. I don't ever want a client to feel like that, ever. And I get it, it's just, it works for some people, it doesn't work for everybody, and I don't want weight loss to ever seem overwhelming. 
That is the biggest issue I have with all these fad diets today is everyone is trying to make weight loss so complicated and it doesn't have to be. Again, the Nutrition Recharge, I have simplified the the process and the program because I want people to see that being healthy and losing weight can be simple. It doesn't have to be overwhelming or complicated. Now, the last reason that I do worry about food logging, it can be a con, is that it really does become an addiction for people. As I saw last week, people are afraid to live without it. And they think that if I don't log everything, I'm going to gain weight. And it's just, it's not so. I have maintained my body for all these years. And like I said, I almost never log food. Now, I again, I do think it's important to learn how to eat properly. If you have been food logging, we just have to wean you off in the right way so that you can maintain and feel awesome and healthy and not feel like you are so glued to these apps. Now these apps, they want you to be glued to them, right? That is their goal. I kind of think it's like the Apple products, right? The Apple Watch. People know it's not my favorite thing. Yes, I have it. Yes, I wear it. That's a whole other story. All I have to do is take my other watches in to get a battery so I can stop wearing these Apple watches. But the thing is like Apple wants you to wear this watch 24 hours a day. That is their goal. They want you to, right? They want you to get all your standing hours. They want you to get all your exercise this and that. That is their goal that you should need this watch. Well, the the apps for your food logging, they're the same way, right? They want to entice you and they give you a badge for this and a badge for that. And, oh, you're doing great. Or, oh, you got to get back on track. They want you to use it forever. That's their business. I totally understand that. However, it becomes an addiction for people. And probably what I want more than anything for people is just to not need their phones at all. Like, I think we are all so glued to these phones and it absolutely kills me. And so this would be giving up one more thing on your phone so you don't have to pick it up every five minutes, right? So that addiction is another reason I think that we've really got to let go of food logging. So do I still have clients who use food logs? Yes. As I said, in my signature program, we still we still food log. Um, in my Shred That Body program that we have coming up in October, there is an option to do Shred That Body with nutrition where you would food log. It is still very effective. It's just that I don't want you to do it forever. I want to wean you off it as quickly as I can. Once you get it, once you get how to eat and you can see a plate of food and you know if it's balanced and healthy, we don't have to food log anymore. So that's really the most important aspect that I'm trying to get across. Now, my athletes, they're probably the only ones that still have to food log pretty much. Um, just because we do need to make sure they're eating enough. Although I have some athletes on the Nutrition Recharge right now who are actually doing quite well without food logging. And so I'm sure it's a relief for them too not to be logging every single bite. So there you have it. That's everything you need to know about food logging. Um, I'm excited that so many people in the Nutrition Recharge trusted me and stopped food logging because they're emailing me things like, okay, I just lost weight. I lost three pounds this week. I didn't log one thing. I was so terrified. And I feel like a huge weight has been lifted off me. The fact that I don't have to do this anymore. And so that to me, that's like the biggest compliment I could ever get about the program. I just, again, want to make people feel relief 
and learn how to be healthy in a in an easy way and so that they just don't feel bogged down anymore. So last thing I'm going to leave you with, when in doubt, I want you to find ways to be healthy because from being healthy, from that comes weight loss, okay? So focus on being healthy. Focus on picking those healthy foods. And from there, trust me, weight loss happens. I also want you to find ways to be healthy that are sustainable because that is the only way to maintain weight loss. So don't go on these crazy diets and these crazy fad diets that aren't sustainable because that's why everybody gains all the weight back and then some because it wasn't a healthy way to lose weight and it wasn't sustainable and so not manageable and not fun, right? You shouldn't be crying every night because you're on a diet. That it, I, I haven't heard one person in the Nutrition Recharge tell me they've cried yet. And the last thing is I want you to find ways to live a normal life so that you're not the person always going out to eat with your friends and family as the Debbie Downer who's on a program or on a diet, or I can't eat this. Life is too short, everyone. And honestly, as I tell people all the time, I eat really healthy Monday through Friday, but then I go out to eat. I go and I have Mexican food, I have a margarita. I don't have three margaritas, I have one. You know, I enjoy my margarita and I enjoy my meal of Mexican food. I just don't overdo it. And again, that's a lot of what I teach is, is how to eat the things you enjoy in a moderate way so that you can get back on track the next day and, and you don't blow everything. Because like I always say, life is just too short and I don't want everyone to be dieting. I never want you to look back when you're 100 years old and think, oh, I spent way too much time food logging. I wasted my life away food logging, right? So focus on being healthy, focus on being happy, um, yeah, I have a lot of people that have emailed that they want to get into the next Nutrition Recharge. The next session will be January 6th. So that will be a sold out program because everybody's going to have their New Year's resolutions and it's already open for registration and filling up fast. So if you know you're going to need it come January and you want to just sign up now, uh, you have the option to do the Nutrition Recharge Basically on your own, there is gonna be another private Facebook group because it was just incredible support. You also have the option to do what's called coach accountability where I am involved in your nutrition recharge program, but I only have a very limited amount of spots for the coach's accountability. So if you do think you want that for January 6th, go ahead and register now. Go to the nutritionrecharge.com, the regular signature program for Earn That Body. That is something I would recommend after the Nutrition Recharge. If you loved it, you love the way you feel, but you need to continue weight loss, or if you didn't lose enough weight and you wanna dial it in just a little further where we need to look at what you're eating, that's when you wanna do the signature program. It also comes with a full workout program. I'm also sold out for that until January 6th, but also registration's already been open for that as well. So if you ever have any questions about what program might be best for you, you can always shoot me an email, kim at earnthatbody.com. I am a one woman show, so I will be the one to respond and be able to help you find a program that's appropriate for you. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. I hope you're gonna wean off food logging or maybe maybe not even need to do food logging. There's many other ways to lose weight and get fit and get healthy. The Earn That Body podcast is always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information that y'all can put into play right away. Have an awesome week, everyone. 
For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. 